Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Feeling good today, Al. lot going on. College baseball tournament has started. My Gauchos play at 6 o'clock. Yep. Dodgers won a game. The NBA finals. You got a packed weekend. I got a good weekend. It's good. What about you? What do you got you going? You have Dolma uh, when you get home. Plenty. I got, I got, I got more than I could eat. Not Taylor. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> Probably going to have to the toss way you some just in the set trash. that up, Dolma. <laughs> Sitting here with an empty stomach. The way you just pointed at him and that laugh. What are you it almost—it feels intentional. It's not. I promise. Almost it's not. intentional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not that cruel. This guy said I might have to throw some reveling in it. <laughs> I mean, Mom had loaded me up. I know he did. There was a lot of you stuff. Also, didn't take the beer I gave you. This is oh, all. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Us. This, this is that was a pleasant surprise. But the, that you gave us pizza and beer was a very nice thing that you did. But I literally was making my way out to Rotolo Chevrolet yesterday and got to see my guys Armando and Mario. They took incredible good care of me it was great to see them all over again um and about halfway there i'm like oh i forgot the beer i left the beer in the studio and i would have bet my right arm i was gonna when say we came back in this morning it would have been gone us, still sitting in there. studio and they're still politely sitting there the I, pizza's gone the pizza well sure but the beer will be coming with me this afternoon yeah. excuse, the beer's Alan? i don't really have an excuse i just kind of picked up that's it kind of happens we're almost in a hurry right after the show ends so I just kind of grab my stuff. I get the hell out of DeMarco's way, let De- let DeMarco set up, and then I'm gone. Yeah, I, I uh, we'll get it. We'll it, make sure we're still we take there. It. I, I had a moment where I'm like, I'm gonna throw it in the fridge. I'm like, no, that's like almost an invitation for somebody else to come take my stuff. What do you got going this weekend? I've told you my stuff. I don't really have that much going on um, today or at tomorrow night. I'm gonna have some dinner. I just gotta pick a restaurant. I'm supposed to go. Uh, we're supposed to go. So I'm thinking, oh, I kind of want to go to a steakhouse. Oh, you're good feeling steak. you're feeling steak. Good steak in a while. Who's ever done and, that and, and, and gone home and, and said, well, that sucked? Let me, let me say this, too. Pasadena. <laughs> Lots of options. It's got so many Is the Arroyo Chop House still there? Still there. Yeah, I love that place. How good is the name? Yeah, it's perfect. Arroyo Chop House? Yeah. I told it. Can I make you feel, I used to go on dates there when I was in high school. Really? It's yes. that old? Yeah. It's been there for that yeah. long? Yeah. So, like, the 60s. <laughs> yeah, the 60s. I, me and Jimi Hendrix, we'd roll in there. Janice Joplin was our waitress, and then uh, the strawberry alarm clock would come over Jerry and play West. live music. Jerry West would be there too, just after one of his <laughs> games. Dan Tana's and the Arroyo Chop House; those are the two places that, that he is, liked. Can, it. I, can I say, out of all steakhouses, that's a pretty badass steakhouse name, Arroyo yeah. Chop it's House. A good spot. It's a good spot. I've been there. I've been there in forever, but I went there a lot of times. You know what I'm going to do too. Mm. I think we were talking about this, Emily without even knowing, sort of motivated me on this one. You know how she said she was uh, cleaning out a lot of her stuff, just getting rid of clothes and stuff? Bro, I'm going to do a real, real deal clean. Like, I'm just going to get rid of a lot of stuff. I, I, I don't know about you. I wear the same. I've got a, a very. It's the same. I've got a lot of options that I do not execute regularly. Whatever is not on top of the dresser, you know, like the, the, the actual drawer. Bro, whatever is under, the, the last 75% you never get to stays it. there. The closet, it's like I, it's the same clothes that I just kind of go through. I'm like, yep, not wearing that again. Why don't you just get rid of them? Give them to somebody who needs them. There you go. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Gerald in Los Angeles. Gerald, you're on with Trav and Sleep. What's up? Hey, guys. Love the show. Thank you. I uh, want to talk about Steph. You love Steph, but your star needs to be a star in the fourth. You know, the supporting cast was tight in the fourth if you watch the game, and that's when your star needs to just say to the other guys, look, hold my beer. We're not losing this game one at home. You know what's different? Can I? Can I let, let me let me tell you. That's that. What Gerald just said. Yeah. Exactly what I was thinking. Like, just do it. Just but, but don't let, let, let it me, happen. Let Let me explain. Steph, what he does so well, it's kind of isolated to one thing. That's not saying the dude can't drive the ball, and that's not saying the guy can't get to the paint and have one of those floaters. But when LeBron wants to take over a game, and you're six nine, and you're two sixty five. It's a little different than when Steph Curry wants to take over a game. Because if I'm the Boston Celtics and my concern is I'm worried about Steph hitting threes, that's what you're worried about. Mm-hmm. 
and I got guys that are his size or bigger, and I could get him off the three-point line. See, you know, it's like Chris Paul, it's not the best comparison. Chris Paul can only do so much. There are times his size. Because of his size, sure. I think hurts him. Sure. I, I, those are things that Kobe, now you're talking about a three, four-inch difference yeah, Kobe, right there. Chris Paul, okay? six, two, or three. Okay. Kobe Bryant, six, seven. There's, there's times you could watch Luka and say, damn, Giannis, there's the, LeBron. I think there's times that Steph, like, there is a cap to what he can do, especially if a, but, if a squad is saying, do you not agree, we're going to throw Al? two guys out do, on but you. But then why, is it just that the other KD. team decides to lock down defensively? Because what you're describing makes sense, yep. but I'll tell you, he's I'll, still able to do it, you know, from the yep. beginning of October mm-hmm. until a week ago. It's like there's nobody stopping him doing what he's doing. And then the final, again, he didn't get stopped. He had 34 mm-hmm. points, but there was that moment where it just felt like, all right, he he cannot match the firepower of what the Celtics are doing. They uh, Marcus Smart blocked him twice. Robert Williams in the fourth blocked him. Bro, they got they got him off the three point line. So you got to have other guys. Tatum was awful yesterday. Other guys got to step up. I mean, I put Clay on that. I mm-hmm. put Wiggins on that. Put Draymond on that. I I think this, you know, as much as we sit here and we want to make it on one guy, come on now. There's other guys on that squad too. It's it's tough. There, there it's, are. It's, and, and it's you, tough to the number one defense in the NBA decided. Anyone else can beat us but Steph in that fourth. You're talking like a coach, and and I get it, and you're right. I I think that I'm looking at it as a fan, and somebody like Gerald is looking at it like, I get it. You're the best player, though. The the other guy's best player, the best player, should be able to summon that thing the way that Kobe and Jordan and Magic and Larry and all of these guys, like, not tonight. Not tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you can make as many as you want. I'm making one more than you. Can I give you an example? And this is this just is common. It happens. Remember back in the uh, Shaq Kobe days. Mm-hmm. Shaq's most dominating player in the league. Sure. How many different times was Shaq foul out, or um, Shaq was in foul trouble, and Kobe would be like, "Okay, now I got it from here." Yeah. Who was the "I got it from here"? I, I'll use an example. Yesterday's game, Tatum struggling. Jalen Brown in that fourth quarter is like, give me the rock. I'm going to go to work. Remember Kobe in game seven against the Celtics? You're not going to have every game is yeah. not going to be perfect. Kobe struggled. Pow, I got it from here. Meta, you got to have other, got to have some help. I, I get it, but all those guys that you're talking about has also done the thing. That part, you're right. <laughs> they, they, it's not that you can't have a that bad part night, I but, can't but, argue. but where's the other half of that? I, I get it. I, I can't make a shot tonight. Meta, you knocked down the big shot. Powell, you not. I get it. You didn't have a bad night. But how many times did Kobe say, not, it ain't happening tonight. Here we go. Not tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this myself. I am not. You can make 10. I'm making 11. And that's the – Steph does that all the time until this round. Mm-hmm. That's the part that's weird. I was going to say, that's, that's what's missing then, that Steph doesn't have those – and listen, I, I don't remember. This is their sixth final appearance. If I I can't remember every game, but Steph does not have that. Oh, I mean, he does have it. Oh, he's taking over for sure. But in a, in a stage like that, I think it's still yet to be proven in the NBA Finals where no matter what you do, he's still finding ways to contribute. Okay, I'm going to change the subject on here a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Tony Gonsolin pitched six shutout innings last night. Tony Gonsolin leads major uh, the National League yeah. in ERA. Mm-hmm. He leads the National League in wins. He's 6-0, and and he has been the backbone of the Dodger rotation this year. He's been brilliant. Not not good. He's been great. Um, he also is four innings away. Four, not 40. He That's is insane. Four innings away from going to his career high in innings pitched That's in the major insane. league season. Four. That's insane. We're not in September. No, he is five appearances away from mm-hmm. making the most appearances he's made in a major league season. That's fifteen. He has ten. So what? What is that? You know, if if I'd have told you so far in the season as we're X amount of games, fifty-five games, whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? That your best pitcher with this pitching staff is Tony Gonsolin, you would have said, "Come on, I, I, I that's not gonna." Oh, we got Bueller here. You got Julio here. You got Kershaw here. You got you got some some other real names, but the fact that he's been your best pitcher so far this year, yep. The fact that he's should be in the conversation, of course, for All Star Game, all that other stuff, but he's four innings away, like you said. What is that like? How does that make you feel about 
I know what he's accomplished so far, but you're always thinking big picture with sure. the Dodgers. No, nobody cares what happens in April and May for the Dodgers. It's what happens in September, October. That, that, that's what it's about. Two, two things going on. Like, to, to your question about, you know, if I would have told you that Tony Gonsolin would be the Dodgers' best pitcher far and away on June 3rd, this is the best scenario for that happening. He's our best pitcher, but it's not because the other guys have been terrible. It's because he's been that good. Yeah, yes. Right? It's yep. not that Julio and Walker Bueller are both have ERAs of six and a half, and Clayton Kershaw hasn't pitched an inning. It's, he's not the best pitcher by default. He's the best he's pitcher because he's well. pitched the yeah. best. Mm-hmm. Walker Bueller's numbers for him are okay, but for Major League Baseball, they're really good. Mm-hmm. Same thing for Julio. For Julio, his numbers are slightly elevated. But by major league average, he's still really Clayton Kershaw has been really they, good. They created a, a level for themselves. That yes, when they're, they're almost competing against their own numbers in the past. So that Gonsolin's their best pitcher. I think it's it's the perfect scenario of that happening. It's not by default. It's by performance. Mm-hmm. The second part is where's because let look. Let's go back to last season. Perfect example. Walker Bueller ran, ran out, out of gas. gas. Julio yep. ran out of gas. Max Scherzer ran out of gas. Absolutely. And they were trying to win games with Band-Aid and Scotch tape. Mm-hmm. They just they just were out of guys. They just didn't have the horsepower to go do it at the end of the line. It's the first week of June. There's a ton of time to go. Tony Gonsolin is a young guy. He has thrown 138 innings in a season in the minor leagues, which is good. It means that he can stack up to it, but yeah. it's minor league hitters. That's sure, not major sure. league hitters. It's 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 you know it's not apples to sledgehammers. It's two different types of apples. But that he's doing what he does, and you look at the Dodger rotation and where we are, Gonsolin, Bueller, Urias, and Tyler Anderson, those yep. four guys have been really good this year. You're going to get Kershaw back probably in the next week or so. Yeah, May good. is on the horizon. White has pitched well. Heaney pitched well before he got. You have lots of options. I think you get super cautious about how you push him from this point so, forward. So does super cautious mean he still gets his regular starts? He's just pitching For now. five innings rather than seven? For now. Let, let's just be really – let's make sure there's any sort of – if we notice any sort of drop in velocity, let's 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 address it. Let's try to make sure yeah. we need him good in September and October. Mm-hmm. You know, I, maybe not even in September, right? I think that the Dodgers have lost three of their last four and extended their lead in the National League West. Pick, Padres I mean, lost four in pa- a row. Padres are, are struggling a little bit. They need him at the end of the line. They don't need him necessarily to be the workhorse, go yeah, out there, pitch yeah. six, seven innings every night. And just just be aware, be cautious, because we've seen it. We just saw it last season where all of a sudden you get to the most important part of the race and the tank's empty. So that that's you're right about that. And I, I think the that's the probably the biggest struggle that the Dodgers have. It's how do you maintain what you're doing in the regular season to just prepare you – a lot of teams don't have this luxury. If you're a team like the Padres and the Giants, you are going to scratch and claw to make the playoffs, right? Now, your goal might not be to win the NOS because you just don't feel like you can go up against the Dodgers, but you got teams that are out there that their goals in the regular season are different than the Dodgers. For the Dodgers, it's not only win a lot of games in the regular season, not only look good while you're doing it, but it's also... Are you fresh for the postseason? So the Gonsolin story, it's something that I didn't know that, that he's four innings away. That's that's interesting. I got some Mandy's questions for you Kat- when we come back on the other side. And, and I kind of want to continue the Dodger conversation as well because their, their thing we thought that they were going to maybe have a little bit of soft spot in, it's probably the best part of their team. <laughs> that's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Are you going to wear uh, a suit on Monday? 
Is that your plan to the uh, Laker show that we're doing? I don't think a suit. No? What are you going to do? I'll probably do some slacks, good okay. shoes, and then a polo. All right. Station logo to polo so. or a, just a golf no, shirt I kind think, of deal? No, I think the station logo. Okay. What are you doing? It sounds about right. Yeah. I can do that. I, I, can I be honest? Yep. I was kind of hoping you were going to say suit so I could wear my new suit again. <laughs> wear your suit. <laughs> no, not you if you're not. You rock a suit, I'll wear a suit. Nah, I don't know. Just I, no tie. Yeah, you we'll still see. have to do a tie. Ties. I didn't know. T- ties are for special occasions and a vest. only. <laughs> vest, yeah. No undershirt. Corset. <laughs> Just kind of lock it all down and make me look nice and trim along the way. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit progressive.com. Um, did you happen to see what Chris put up on uh, Instagram that they were doing a little rehearsal for the Mandy's? Yes, those. The stage? The stage, yeah. the some of the graphics that are going to be involved in this, the lighting of it all. I mean, it's big time. I I I don't want to say too many nice things about Chris for fear of inflating his ego beyond any sort of uh pullbackable stage, but uh, Chris, Chris is remarkably good at stuff like this, of of organizing this stuff and executing this stuff, and he has a vision of what he wants it to be, and he's going to execute that vision. And I had a great deal of faith in him of putting this thing together. I really, truly did. I, I saw those pictures yesterday, and it has far exceeded anything like I thought it was going to be. It looks, it looks like the bleeping Oscars. Place it's is huge, a too. really, Place really huge cool too. deal. You ready? Do you see the family for uh, family feud family board? Feud. I'm like, okay, if that is, oh, is that a mock up or do I need to start preparing? Like, what are we doing here? Family feud. That's that's a fun one, bro. If there's any game that you're going to play in that kind of environment, by the way, it literally looks like the setup for Family Feud. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like great. the whole thing looks. Exactly it looks great. Like it. I think what what hit me is one of their shots is probably let's say it's I don't know 25 yards away from the stage. This place is huge. It's a big spot. It's a big spot. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what we should be expecting. What do we got? 800,000 people? Yeah, no, it's it going to be a big crowd. That's awesome. So with that in mind. And it's sneaking up here. It's in three weeks. Yeah. It's it's three, oh, yeah, three, three weeks, weeks, weeks from, from today. today. Yeah, we're, we are three weeks from today. We will be on site doing our show. Just, you know, several hours away from the, the, the commencement our of the Mandy's Award. You can, I, I think voting is still open. If you guys know, you can correct me on this, but if it is, 710awards.net. Yeah, it is. Um, vote for Taylor. Vote for Taylor, but you that's fine. Vote for Astley first and then go do whatever else Final you want. Astley. Um, you are, and I know you're going to defer on this, but I need you to, to listen to me. I need you to trust me on this, okay? okay? I think you're going to win that. I really do. You need to start thinking about what you're going to say during your acceptance speech. You need to start putting some stuff together. I don't know if you want to read off of uh, some note cards, or I don't know if you want to have something completely prepared, but I do think you need to start thinking acceptance speech mode. What if it got second? Man, but, I already had devastated. A, but I already had a speech prepared. It's okay. Do I just go up there and just say, yeah, hey, you know what? Leonardo DiCaprio probably had a speech prepared for some awards he didn't win along the way, and just kind of you know, winner going to do that segment one. Segment of the year is uh, Radio Tinder, <laughs> and then I just go up anyways. It's fine by me. Look, you here is what it is. Even if you don't win, and I think I think you had a really good chance. I really do. I uh, it's at, but you can't at least, say at you. At least read me the speech. You can't say you. I called ask Travis. It's not it, ask to Emily be honest or Taylor. With you, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it won and you just went up. <laughs> No, and the, you're waving and like you're actually getting emotional and you, know, you say get emotional and you say that, you know, there was a point in my career when I had a vision <laughs> and you just go I, on into your speech and everything else. That would actually make more sense than me going up. I if Ashley now won. you're describing exactly why it needs to be you, because I don't think that you will. You, you will try to defer. You will you will you will do what Alan Sleewood does, which will be wonderful. And that's why I think Ask Slee is the best segment, because you will do it in the moment. It will be great. And I will be very proud and very emotional. But just a little bit of preparation. You will say three things in my life that have been most important to me. The day I met Susan. Sure. My three children. Sure. And Ask Slee. It's on the tombstone. And then you would say. I refuse to put these in order <laughs> yeah. because like my wife is your here. Kid. <laughs> right? I can't. I can't do it at the Susan's risk. Susan's like, what the hell is this <laughs> guy doing? Show she, she gets me. She'd be like, no, nah, he probably cares more about that. He probably cares more about that. Carlos in Santa Clarita. Carlos, you're funny. on with Travis Lee. What's up, Carlos? Uh, we lost Carlos along the way. Okay, so the Dodgers. Yeah. 
By the way, kind of a fun atmosphere yesterday. Oh, super! I, I know. Listen, I know they're going to play them again. Game and they're going to play them again. Yeah, that 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 is it's baseball, so weird stuff they're happens. Missing, but they're missing their horses. I, they're missing Scherzer. Yep. The Lindor didn't play last night because yep. he slammed his finger, finger in, in some a doors. Hotel. Yeah, I mean, hey, happens. When's the last time you've done that? It, it's the toe. Yeah, oh, the, the toe's got me. You, you stubbed it or you slammed it in a door? No, or something? I stubbed it. Have you ever caught your finger like in a in a door? Yeah, yeah. That was more a car door. That's, and that's, what was the end just, result? I, I don't know. What to nail, tell you. Did the nail come off? Nail didn't come off, but everything just got all purple and you know those beautiful colors that you love. And then even looking at it is painful, and it's just throbbing. It's a cartoon, you know, the cartoon <laughs> yeah, where it's just the, like the, the, yeah. the radiating lines. Exactly, that's exactly what it is. So I did, when I was gosh eight. The you know a uh, garage door when it closes it yep. has the sections that, that as it as it uncurls oh, and, and the pieces don't come together okay right so the one panel connects to the next panel connects to the next panel connects to the next panel I'm eight it's or like nine a years war old. crime things coming down I don't know why my hand was on the garage door but it was and it closed and pinched my the nail of the middle finger on my hand eight years old I lose my mind I'm screaming and crying and running around and and all of a sudden. The pressure underneath the nail starts to build and build. Next thing you know, I have a, what probably yeah. ha- half an inch of pressure underneath. It's all the blood from underneath that mm-hmm. has nowhere to go. It's getting more and more painful. And my my dad has this idea of I'll just drill a hole in it to let the pressure out. I'll drill what, drill drill what are you li- about? drill a little hole through the nail. You can't. Don't ever say I will drill a hole not, on. to describe. So he gets a drill bit. Now he's not. He's not. It's not, it's not that, but he thinks that the drill bit will be sharp. I can just very lightly, softly cut through the nail and the pressure release. And I'm Pops. howling like a maniac. What the hell are you talking about? Wasn't his about? best idea ever. Wasn't his best idea. So I'm screaming. Now it's now it wasn't half an inch. Now it's an inch. It's huge and it's purple and it's black and it, it's gross. So now it's one of these. I got to take him to the emergency room. Damn. Go in the emergency room. Doctor, the ER doc looks at it. Did goes, somebody drill something in here? <laughs> he could barely touch me before I'd start screaming. We didn't. We didn't get too far into the drilling experiment. Doctor looks and goes, "Oh." He takes out like a bic lighter, okay. Takes a paper clip, okay. Straightens out a paper clip. Straight as you know, as, as much as it is. This poor kid, hold, bro. Hold, you as an eight year old hold, that holds the the paper clip over the thing until it's literally red hot. Okay, it's glowing. It's yep. so hot. Goes, goes, just look over there for a second. I look over there, and all of a sudden, the pressure's gone. It's it's gone. I didn't feel a thing. I didn't feel anybody touch me. Nothing. He just melted a little hole in the nail. You didn't even feel it. And all the blood runs out, and it was instant relief. So I'm just saying. that's. Uh, was your dad standing there like, that's, that's a probably, better idea. That's probably a good idea <laughs> that, right there. That was better. That was better than me trying to twist it down in there. How are you? That's <laughs> such a freaking funny dad moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I got it. I, I, hold on. Let me get my tools. Yeah, tried to put your finger in the vice. The, the ER doc probably sees that twice a day, right? And just yeah. ah, boop, five seconds done, wrapped it up in some gauze, sent you home. Do you think Lindor had anybody in the hotel asking him? <laughs> By the way, I almost forgot how this we yeah, got into this. Lindor, this is Lindor uh, missing the. I guess he had double doors in his room, and he went to close the double doors, and his finger got oh. caught in between, and he didn't play last night. He's expected to play tonight. But you were saying. I was saying they're missing their horses. They're missing him. Mm-hmm. They're missing Scherzer. Yep. Jacob Degrom hasn't thrown a pitch for yeah, him. I've seen Jacob Degrom's probably the best pitcher in baseball. Do they? Do they know when he's coming back? He's progressing, is what okay. they're saying. They're, he's not on the mound yet, but they're progressing the long toss. And you know, he's, they're, you're doing the things that you do to get ready to well, come pitch and again. You have that good of a, a record in the NL without him so far. That's big time, right? And when he does come That's back, and I don't know how long you know Scherzer's time is going to be off too. But there is something about kind of. Keeping these guys fresh for down the road. They they are good. And, and to your point, they're doing it without their two best pitchers. Probably the guy that pitched last night, Taiwan Walker, is a good pitcher. He, you know, he they only they only won the game two to nothing. He he pitched. He did really his job. Well. He, yeah. he absolutely yeah. did his job. And then you look at that Mets order, and you throw Lindor back in it. You'll get to see a, a more complete version of what they do. They got a little speed. They got some guys that can put the ball in play. They got a, a big it's banger in Alonzo. They're a good team, hmm. and, and and I feel more strongly about what we talked about yesterday. Like, hey, listen, they're kind of doing what the Dodgers have been. They're not farther down the road. Like, if they're going for it, the Dodgers have a big lead because yeah. they've been doing it for longer. 
But you can see the fuzzy little outline of what the Dodgers have done with this Mets team. They're going to play each other again. I, I can feel it in my bones. But that I think that was part of the conversation yesterday. It's it's not just can you have a successful season. The owner of the Mets talked about how the Dodgers are the blueprint, and and that's what he's striving for, which you should. That's mm-hmm. literally the best squad in baseball, but it's the longevity. It's how long can you be competitive for. So that's the difference between the two teams. But if you just kind of bubble it up into one year – this is interesting because there has not been much conversation. It's Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers. Not to the Mets were coming in with expectations too. What are they second or third in payroll? It's not like yeah, they're no, no, they're going. It's for not. It. It's not like they're. They're, you know, not the they're coming out of nowhere they're or something like that. But what makes it interesting is you know you could kind of watch these two squads a four game set. It feels I know we're just in June, but it feels like some some good baseball. It's the best team I've seen them play all season long. You know, I've, I've, I haven't watched every Over Dodger Pittsburgh. game. <laughs> a little bit. I've watched probably 95% of what they've played, yeah. and that's the best team they've played all, and it's not even close. It's genuinely it's not funny that close. that's your – and that, that's them coming off a game where they didn't score a run. I know, but, it, I, but it, I, I know what you're it's, saying. It's you that just, thing of, ah, oh, this guy, this yeah. guy could hurt us. Yeah, this guy could hurt us. They this could pitcher's have not, seven runs tonight. He's and not making not bad surprised. pitches. This guy's fighting you every way, and the Dodgers giving you great at bats. He's still fighting. It's a good game. Chance. It was a really good game. Very quickly, Huntington Beach and John. John, you know what to do. What's up, my friend? Good morning, friends. Good morning. Uh, before I I, I uh, make my uh, our, our big all star announcement, um, I'm sure you got the email. Um, <sighs> the radio station canceled my segment because the Angels are the angels again and they suck so well we went against uh, them that's why we brought you on yeah the second you had your segment i think they've lost eight in a row now yeah yeah i'm looking forward to making a 10 <laughs> we might as well get a round number <laughs> but, Sorry, uh, buddy. yeah um i have a huge announcement this is this is great um you know it's a well it's sad but it's also great it's it's a huge opportunity for a listener so our friend dave in uh san Clemente, he can't make it so one of the all-stars, he fell out. Uh, so he won't be sitting with us. So it opens up a spot. And, you know, me and the all-stars were talking, and we figured, hey, let's do something. Trav, I think you have a little experience in this. Um, you know, you don't get credit for it, but we figured, hey, what's the best caller or listener mm-hmm. to the show? Bobby. Have them participate either via call or via tweet. And we'll decide who you you get an opportunity to sit with us. You get a seat if you didn't didn't win the opportunity through the app. We have an open seat for you. John so John Taylor Taylor's at the table as well. Do you have yeah, Taylor's spot? Say for him. Okay. Yeah, he's, okay. he's still in, right? So yeah. we've got we've got an additional seat yep. available. Correct. Is yep. Bobby in town? If Bobby out. was in town, that would just be amazing. I, I don't know. Um, I don't. I, I don't think I need. I, mean, I don't think I need him a part of my life Bobby, at that level. How do we not have Bobby at that table? We, no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna veto that right now before John that even gains any momentum. John, wouldn't you want to have Bobby at that table? How How would you not I, want Bobby at that table? I kind of do, but I gotta respect Trav as a dad. Thank you. Um, you know, there's some things I don't want my son to to be at, so uh, I respect Trav. Uh, stance on that so i'm gonna respect that and, and i respect so, your stance <laughs> let's have bobby there <laughs> let's do this so you so listeners we have an open spot honestly this this is an open station talk to all stars about it best caller or tweet you know we'll work with with uh, trav and al to to decide the winner I like but, it. you know yeah. we're, we're gonna do it i like right? it uh, so, john we will i, I will I will reach out to you, and we will figure out exactly how uh, we want to do this, but this is a really good idea. And we will take one chair from somebody else and move it over to that table because Bobby's number 11. We'll see. We'll, we'll, I, I don't love that How idea. much fun would Bobby have with That's those the guys? problem. That's exactly how the problem. How awesome would that be? Yeah, he, he, I don't know. If, if We don't have that relationship ask, with each other if, yet. We're getting there. If Ashley won, I would ask Bobby <laughs> to come up because he's got such a big piece of this. Well, we'll see. Well, well, barefoot. No, I, I take it all back. He'd be barefoot for sure. Absolutely. I Fact- by watching you. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> Factor Cap coming up next. What's the best job in the world other than mine? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey guys, I have had one hiccup in this new house so far. So this morning, I was uh, walking downstairs and it's early. I'm uh, one of my other roommates. She also wakes up pretty early too because she works uh, in the film industry. And so I was walking down the stairs. I got to that. Um, since you guys know, but I'll explain it to the listeners. We have two. There's one ish flight of stairs, like a half flight, and then a full flight of stairs. So I was walking down the full flight of stairs. I missed the last step because I'm not used to these stairs yet because I don't really know like my my tired brain. And I fell and I hit the wall. You fell like all the way down to the ground. I only had to. F- I only fell down one step because it was like right before that landing yeah. that switches it. So yeah. uh, I twisted my ankle this morning. I was oh, like, geez. did I you got not up. hit your head or anything? I hit my head slightly, but it was it was fine. Oof. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, you know what you need, Emily? <laughs> you need one of those chairs that moves up the railing. Yeah. So <laughs> like for old ladies. That sounds lovely. Where you just you <laughs> buckle in for safety, right. and then it takes you a minute or two to get up to the top. But that way you don't have to worry about falling yes. down the stairs. This happens. This happens to my mom all the time too. So I, I definitely got that clumsy gene from. I her. have fallen down the stairs myself, and it's super <laughs> scary. Yeah. It's it's the, okay. it, that you'd only barely hit your head and rolled your ankle, that's yeah. actually good news. Good that's news. a combo. For sure. Yeah. That's yeah. A, you roll the ankle and hit your head? That, well, it could also be I f- broke my femur and exactly. <laughs> see in six months. Ooh. Or even, yeah, yeah, broke something. Exactly. Right. But, um, all right, so uh, Kim Kardashian said that, uh, I know you guys love her, take her word as Bible, so she said she would eat poop if it would make her, make her look younger. So kind of joking, but, like, any the, taking these extreme measures to make yourself look y- younger. So you would do extreme measures to guarantee that you would look younger. Travis, find your cap. Cap. Um, trying to figure out how I want to say this. Uh, working here, you get opportunities to endorse products. And you consider the product, is it a good fit for me? Is it a good fit, fit for the, uh, the, the client? And is it a partnership that makes some sense? And you, Will you think listeners think it's authentic? Will yep. listeners think it's authentic? One of the very few things I've ever said, you know what, this just isn't me at all. Somebody wanted to give me hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, man. <laughs> no. And, and, and I'm judging anybody. That, it's just not me. I am not particularly vain. I am 100% comfortable with my age and everything that comes along with it. I'd like to be a little – if there was a way to, like, give me a pill or something to lose some weight, I'd probably do that. But the rest of the vanity is really not my jam. So I, I, I am a hard cap on that one. So I, I guess for me it comes down to this. Is it a natural thing or is it not natural? So if somebody's saying that, hey, no, if you do this, you're not going to like it. It's ginger and this and you got to put this drink together and that. I'm okay with that kind of stuff, but it's no. We're gonna in, inject this into you or inject that into you. No, I'm all, I'm all good for that stuff. Yeah. I, I, by the but way, but natural stuff, so natural stuff. I, that's that's good. I, like you want to healthy is fine, right? Like if, for instance, you see Rob Lowe or Brad Pitt. They're 60 years old. It's like that's amazing. I Tom mean, Cruise. Tom Cruise is a great example. They're incredibly healthy looking people. Yeah. But this idea, when when you see somebody that's holding on really tight and they've had the face oh, pulled back, oh, it's the worst. There's nothing that's less appealing than that. I agree. Just be and it's so freaking obvious. Absolutely. Just just kind of lean into it a little bit. Wear it well. I just go and right look. after the show. Like, yeah, I had an <laughs> injection. I want a crank in the back of my head, like you just like the old Reebok shoes, where you turn it and they get a little tighter. I want that in the back of my skull. Taylor, what about you? Music industry, you got to see young. What do you think? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I've been trying to look a little uh, older, actually, for the past, you know, you have a youthful, 10 years. You have a youthful presence. I'm probably going to hit a wall, though, one of these days, and it'll just look like I'm 45. No. You're, I, I, I say this as a combo. You're going to be one of those guys that's 60, and people are going to think you're 42. That That's how it's going to go. You've got 58. That, you've got that <laughs> jam going on. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the Elvis estate has been cracking down on Elvis impersonators for Vegas weddings. So they kind of want to get, you know, 
appeal to stop impersonating Elvis. So They want him to stop or they want to get a piece of the action? They want him to stop. Okay. So you know someone who got married in Vegas. Alan, Patrick Cap. Cap, you know what? I don't. I always find that interesting. Though, how many different movies? It's like, well, let's just get married in Vegas. But I've never actually met somebody who actually went to Vegas to go get married, went through that process. Uh, so, Cap, I, I don't have anybody. Yeah, I, I have never attended a Vegas wedding, but I do know people that have gotten married in Las Vegas. Yeah, it, it's it's usually, not always, but usually it's not your first wedding or you're a little bit older. It's, it's either one or both of those things. It's like, hey, let's just go get this done. Let's yeah. have a little party, have a smaller group. And let's go have a good time. And it's quick. And you don't have to do all the rigmarole that comes along. Like Funches, sweating it out for months and months and months. You Should can I kind invite of, this person? Should right, I not? You can kind of punt on that whole thing. That's yeah. why Destination Wedding. Hey, we're getting married uh, in, in uh, the Philippines. Would you like to come? Well, no. I'm not going to the Philippines for a weekend. I'll just stay here and say going where my parents were born. Right, right. It's a Philippines married out there. I don't want to go all the way over there for your wedding. I'll send you a Cuisinart. Twenty-one hours to get there. Yeah, three stops on the way. Cuisinart. Cuisinart. It is like cuisine. Hmm. Okay, Taylor. (laughs) I do know one couple, but speaking of weddings and Elvis, uh, my landlord's wedding is actually tomorrow, and his first dance request was an Elvis song. So, it's kind of so tomorrow's uh, DJ day. Tomorrow's DJ day, okay. yeah. And which I'm, Elvis song? I Can't Help Falling in Love with You. Okay. Oh, mm. oh, that's a good song. Yeah. That is a good song. Mm-hmm. That is a good song. Are you, are you, uh, yeah, you excited about this whole? I am. It kind of snuck up on me, so i got to put a playlist together tonight. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling that's something you could probably do in his yeah. sleep. Um, <laughs> speaking of Elvis, I, because now I'm an avid moviegoer and I'm in the movie the theaters movie. all the time. Looks really good. It does yeah, it look does. good. Yeah. Okay, the guy Austin Butler who plays Elvis has been in. He's been Method, so he's still using his uh, Elvis accent now. And he's from like I think he's from a cal- the SoCal. I think he's from Orange County. Oh, really? And he just has this Elvis accent. He's been carrying yeah, preview, around. Preview. Preview yesterday in the NBA Finals. Yeah. It. It looks good, and Tom Hanks doesn't make too many clunkers, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm here I'm here yeah. for that. No, it looks good. Um, so uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, retired yesterday, uh, long journeyman in the NFL. So a good backup quarterback is the best job to have in the world. Taylor, Patrick Cap. I think it's a bullpen catcher, actually, in the sports world. It's not bad. That, that's got to be the best job. Trev. I think you're right. I think it's fact because while bullpen catcher is really good, those guys don't make a lot of money. The backup quarterback makes a lot of money, especially if you're a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I, I'm guessing here, I bet you he's got $20 million in the bank, give or take, maybe, you know, plus or minus a $5 million. I think it was the, north of that when yeah. I checked yesterday, but yeah. Yeah, so he's he made a lifetime's worth of money yep. and then some, and he started a little bit, but he never got paid like the, yeah. the starting guy. If you, Chase Daniel, I think it was his name, that backed up Drew Brees forever and ever, he made like thirty million and played wow. in like four games. And there's value to those guys. Yes, they. You, Every you squad is know. like, yeah, we gotta have. A, it, gotta I, have I think you're right. In the sports world, I don't know if there's a better gig than that. I like the twelfth uh, man journeyman in the NBA that ends up in the league for fifteen years and was on also nine good. different squads and just got a chance to just. What's the minimum in the NBA? It's like you know, you play ten years in the NBA, you're making five or two and a half or three or whatever you're making. I think for me, I'll, I'll take the uh, I'll take the NBA journeyman that went from squad to squad, city to city, and then racked up thirty million, like you just said. So I'm looking this up real quick. Uh, Chase Daniel played 13 years in the NFL. Okay, he started uh, five of them. <laughs> 13 years five started five. And let me see, seven plus two makes nine. 12. I got about 12 years. And now I got to look up uh, how much money he made. But go ahead with the next one, Emily. Jersey retired. I'll I'll pop in here. (laughs) All right. So the next one. So uh, yesterday was the uh, Scripps National Spelling Bee. So uh, it went off into a spell off at the end. It was quite electric. Uh, Go check out the video if you haven't already. It's, it's, It's crazy. So you did spelling bees as a kid. Before I ask you guys, fact for me. I was a very into spelling bees, and I got really mad when I got out of them. And I what still word to this did you day, get knocked out on? Um, I got out knocked out on rupiculus. Oh, you, so, went, you went deep. Uh, R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's as far and as I'm I getting. think it was um an, another like a not New Zealand another like a, an Australian word or whatever. But anyway, so uh, you did spelling bees as a kid, Travis Fratter Cap. No, I I I never did. Um, I I I'm not a particularly good speller. I'm not a terrible speller. 
Um, I, I do honor the red squiggly line on laptops that I will correct with that. But no, I, uh, I never did spelling bees. Is this illegal? This is the word that I got eliminated on. Illegal? Yeah. No, 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 no. Is this illegal? Oh, what happened? You should have gotten that one right. October. So I said, spelt it. No problem. Did you O-C-T-O-B-E-R. Not, not capitalized? Okay. She, my teacher said. It's a pronoun. No, capital O. I'm like, y'all. Isn't that implied? She I'm is also being to, a little petty. I mean, very petty. I'm supposed to say capital. And I remember, I think it was in fourth grade, third grade, something like that. I spelt it, and then when she said incorrect, it's ap- capital O. I'm like, Biznatch. <laughs> what are you talking How about? How old were you at this point? Fourth grade, something like that, <laughs> third grade. Pissed. I was like, I, I didn't know that I had to say capital O. Yeah. Do you, I'm, okay, so the flip of that would be capital O, lowercase c, lowercase t, lowercase so o. So you're kind of with me on this? Like, why are we doing Yeah, you would Unlike be the sass you, master, Trav. I'm always going to take your side. <laughs> I'm Team Sleeve over here. Taylor, were you a master speller? I don't understand it. I was not, but I can spell I can spell Dolma. D O L M A. No, lowercase D. Lowercase. I was right the first time. I learned that one. Yeah, well, I it's delicious. Have you ever had it? Never, never had it. Chase Daniel did play my favorite that you just said earlier when you said I probably have too much. I may have to throw some of it away. I don't want. I mean, that's a cold blooded line. What are you going to do, Chase Daniel? Thirteen years in the NFL. Five starts, okay? You want to take a guess at how much money he put in the bank? 13 years in the league. 13 a, years. It's a good but, amount but, of time. But five starts. He was a, he was a backup the yeah. entire time. He got some great preseason snaps. Want to take a guess? Don't tell me he made over 20. Okay, you want to stick with 20? 20. Emily, you want to take a guess at Damn, that? Damn, he made over 20, uh, didn't he? 22. Taylor? 24. Chase Daniel made $39,800,000. And he made five starts in the league. So that's why that's the right Pennies. answer. Pennies. That is $39.8 million, Sliwa. I'm trying to look, and this is an <laughs> awful example. I'm just curious about Udonis Haslam. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Plus, Sean McVay, uh, pretty interesting piece on him today. Yeah. And got me to thinking about something. So we talked a lot about AD and Matthew Stafford and who's the most important person in that organization. I'm not sure we got it totally wrong. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Salt on Twitter at uh, DB Noise. Wife and I had an amazing wedding in Vegas this past February. Had a blast, super easy and intimate with immediate family. So there you go. That's kind of what I was thinking, right? Quick, intimate, down the road. Well, so so much of you know getting married has turned into you know. And listen, some people love it, right? Some Middle Eastern weddings, bro. You got five hundred people. That's not uncommon. It's not uncommon, right? You got three hundred people. It's a small wedding. So and, and these are huge. I'll give you an example. Down in San Diego, town and country. If you know town and country, it's on the eight. It's been there for years. Yep. Bro, you go, you got one of, it's like a convention hall. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're doing the wedding. <laughs> that's awesome. All the money that goes into it and everything else. So there's a, there's, there's, I don't know, the circus, you can say, part of it. Vegas is a, hey, let's get in here. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Get the party started and go do yeah, your thing. Yeah, Whatever, whatever you like, Yeah, I like. That's what, like Keyshawn says, if you like it, I love it. Right, so we'll, we'll go with that. Taylor, do you practice your? Uh, you've got you're going to MC a wedding, DJ a wedding this uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Do you, do yeah. you practice the? And now for the first time ever, Mister and Mrs. Joe Smith or wh- whatever it might be. You know, I probably should. Yeah, you know, it's kind of a big deal. I'm getting a free month of rent out of it, so I should probably go through the motions. Do you rehearse lines like run lines, or do you just kind <clears> of? <throat> are you on the mic a lot? Uh, a decent amount actually. Yeah. So there's going to be a wedding coordinator there. She's going to kind of have a. Actual script. Oh, the wedding coordinators. Yeah. Oh, this... They should I be worried? No, it's You're not worried. Fine. But they are. So I was at that wedding on Friday, last week, right? Uh-huh. And it's actually kind of funny. You know, we got a, had a DJ there. Mm-hmm. The guy's doing what he is. Little uh, soft behind the mic. I was kind of like, bro, a little bass in your voice. Let's uh, let's get. Do you guys want to cut the cake right now? I'm like, why are you asking them on a mic? <laughs> Either you know what does it say on the on the rundown? Yeah, well, R R O S right. Then the you, run a schedule. Then, then you see say? like the wedding coordinator like running across. Like why are you asking them that? Wedding <laughs> coordinators they're they're on top of their stuff. Have you coordinated with her? Did she, yeah, she told you she your expectations? Me an itinerary and everything, so I have all that mapped out. Okay, I just need to fill in the songs. So this is your landlord. Yeah. Do you know him well? Do you? I mean, obviously yeah, you like him if you're doing this. Yeah, for him. I actually lived with him for a while, so we're okay. close. So he's a we've friend, gone, not just your landlord. Yeah, we traveled together, gone to Mexico a few times. Uh, 
Yeah. So you can you so can buddies. become you can be sincere with this. It's yeah. not just you got hired for a gig. There's definitely. a relationship here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's why you asked me to. So. Scratch month for June. No rent there. <laughs> maybe if you do a really good job, you can maybe, get a push through the end of July. July. Yeah, yeah, maybe half can, of July is comped. DJ right. his second wedding in Columbia too. Hopefully. Are you really going to do that? I don't know. Maybe he'll ask me. That would but be pretty rad. I got, I got, amazing. I got an amazing invite, but I don't know. You should go. Have you been to Columbia City? I have not, but just that's a place I'd love Taylor, to go. Taylor, have you? It's a good excuse to go. I've yeah. never been there. Em? I've never tried out outside of the country. Yeah, I, I haven't been to Columbia. It's, I've watched uh, Narcos. It looks beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's, it's lush. It's, it looks like a fun place to, you know, not with Pablo and the guys, but everybody else seemed yeah, to be enjoying gone, right? so, Yeah, Badass. We're good there. Okay, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance and Progressive. They're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Visit Progressive.com. Les Snead came on with this right after they won the Super Bowl, and he said something that I know you and I have referenced a handful of times. This idea, you need to know where you are in your window, that you need to be aware of, do I go all in right now because I really think if we hit it, we got a chance to win? Because if I even if we make all these moves and we're still going to be the 12th best team in the conference, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Know your window. I've always kind of felt that the window is Aaron Donald. That as long as Aaron Donald is playing at that level, it frees you up to do so many other things. The window typically is the quarterback. Matthew Stafford kicked that window open a little more wide than For it was most franchises. Before, yep. Right? Is it McVeigh? Because they, let, let's let's talk about this for a second. Aaron Donald was on the Rams before Sean McVeigh got here. Mm-hmm. And he was terrific. Mm-hmm. He was an all-pro player. He was first-team all-NFL. Um, he was amazing. We saw Matthew Stafford in Detroit. And I'm not throwing shade. You know, Aaron Donald's a deadlock cinch Hall of Famer. Matthew Stafford's getting closer. I don't think you're throwing shade. I, in Detroit, it was kind of a mixed bag. Great stats. Team didn't win a whole bunch. This Rams team was bad. Mm-hmm. And, I, again, I'm not throwing shade. I'm saying this is how important the other guys. Les Snead was here. Kevin Demoff was here. Stan Kroenke on the team. Mm-hmm. All of these things. A lot of the players, Aaron Donald, a lot of the guys. 30-year-old Sean McVay walks through the door, going to the Super Bowl twice, 1-1, going to the playoffs four out of five years, never had a losing record, and we've swapped out the quarterback. We did it with Jared Goff. Is the window not Sean McVay? The most consistent thing of everything you just said, and it's not like you said, you're not trying to throw shade. Um, before McVay got here, 4-12, and 7-9 the year before that. Um, like you said, Aaron Donald, obviously, part, he's as, as terrific as can be. Um, the one consistency since McVay has got here is they win. Every worst, year. Worst, worst season that they had was their 9-7 and seven season, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. But you got 12s, you got 10s, you got a 13, you got a, you're winning every single year. Two Super Bowl appearances in five years. So let, let me, and, and I don't know if, um, I'm trying to think of another coach, and I'm sure there's plenty of examples out there, where, where like this, the moment he came, no, no, everything just changed. Where, yeah, your personnel obviously has something to do with it, but if you're asking about most valuable for the Los Angeles Rams over the last six, seven, eight years, there's a case to be made that I don't know what this squad is if Sean McVay isn't there. Can't you make that case? Because the only examples we have is just what we've already seen. What we've seen is before he was there, they were eight games below 500. The moment he came, it's a completely different franchise. Like you said, it's not just they make the playoffs every year. They have two Super Bowl appearances. They got one under their belt, too. I'll, I'll throw another team out there that the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. The Patriots pre-Bill Belichick, right before him, you had Bill Parcells there who took him to a Super Bowl. But Bill Parcells is another – he's a made guy in this league. He's, he took the Giants to the Super Bowl a couple times, won a couple Bill – Par, he's Bill Parcells, okay, full stop. Before that, the Patriots were terrible. I know they had the one Super Bowl season where Walter, the Bears, they, they smoked in, what is it, 44 to 10 or something, something crazy like that. But the Patriots, when I was a kid and even before then, really up until Bill Parcells, they were one of those teams that was one of the worst teams in the league. You change the coach, change the general manager, go through. They were one of the worst teams in the league. They land on Bill Belichick, and they are a model for everything everybody else is trying to do. Now, Tom Brady certainly helps a great deal in that as well. But – the point is, is that if you get that spot right in that sport, if you get Don Shula, if you get Chuck Knoll, if you get 
uh, Tom Landry. If yep. you if you get one of these guys, mm-hmm. you can win for a really long time. And all the other pieces kind of turn over, not super fast, but that's kind of the skeleton key to it. It's not Bill Walsh, right? Mm-hmm. It just we got this thing cooking. And yes, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, you got to have good players. That, but everybody's kind of got good players. Mm-hmm. Who's what? Are, what are we doing with them here? And I I know it's super premature. There's a very, very good chance that Sean McVay is one of those guys, that he is a Belichick, a Noel, a Landry, a Shula. And it, it, that not that he's going to go win 400 games like Don Shula, but he's on pace to do stuff like that, and it's not totally out of a mathematical realm where he could do something like that. He could get onto that list where he won as many Super Bowls as Chuck Noll, as Bill Walsh. I mean, he's he's so far ahead of the game right now that I don't think it's – Gurley or Goff or Stafford or Donald. It's that guy. So this is what I think will stop him from accomplishing those goals. I don't think he has interest in that. I don't think he has. You know, part of this piece talks about him. He'd have to play, I think, 20. He'd need 25 more seasons to reach. I think it was Shula, I think. I think it was Shula, right? With 11 wins a year. 11 wins a year. And it doesn't (laughs) sound like that's like didn't sound like that was his priority no it didn't sound like being the he wants to be a part of the hall of fame but to go try to break the all-time records didn't sound like that was the most important thing in his mind you know it's funny trav a couple days ago remember there was a conversation we were having about was it first take whatever it was they were saying that are there distractions with the rams i will say this both you and i agree that we didn't feel like there were distractions but the one thing i will say a lot of the conversation in the offseason has been less about on the field. It has been more about what is Aaron Donald going to do? How much interest does Sean McVay have? Of How long is that window? He's about to get married, I think. So I think there is – do I think it's going to affect them this upcoming season? No, but I think there is a question. How long does McVay want to do this? Okay, maybe there are a couple question marks that come outside of the football portion of it. Maybe he doesn't want to do it till he's 70. He's 36. Mm-hmm. We got some time. We, and you got an owner that'll pay. You got the right yep. city. You got the right the stadium. It, 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 you, you maybe maybe he doesn't go to seventy, but he ain't quitting at forty. I don't see that happening anytime soon. There's too much left to do. He loves it too much. Watch his face. He ran down Deshaun Watts or Deshaun uh, Jackson in the tunnel after that long touchdown. Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah. the head coach. You don't see he's he's as into it as anybody. But his quotes are interesting. They're different. He, They're different than other coaches. Th- they are, and he's an honest guy. And they don't sound to, like lifers. No, you know. But he also is trying to get a new deal. Just saying that mm-hmm. that's that's part of the process as well. Adam Silver is the best commissioner in sports, and he showed us again why yesterday. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.